Happen podcast with your host, wellness expert, life strategist, and spiritual bestie, Tristan Noel LeClaire. Welcome back to Making Magic Happen. I am your host, Tristan Noel LeClaire. I have a voice this week. It's all happening. I missed Moonlight Manifest, or I should say I I purposely canceled Moonlight Manifest on Sunday evening because this moon had me shook. I don't know about you, but shit went down around this full moon the day before and the day after. Um... And it's interesting because this moon was in Leo. So we have a Leo moon in Aquarius. So we have the Aquarius energy of you better stand up and get accounted for and understand who you are and what you believe in and shout it loud and shout it proud because now is the time. And then you have this like kind of fun loving Leo energy that's like, who am I authentically and where is my joy? And so those kind of merging together is like a super fun, spicy, funky party shakeup storm, you know, shoot it back kind of sparkly moon. It's all that kind of energy. So Uranus squares off the sun and moon um, and it kind of like brought this instability and it asked us to change or it like forced us to change. So if something kind of, if you were like planning on something to happen and then all of a sudden everything kind of got tipped over, then you were experiencing this full moon. Sometimes like if your birthday is around specific days, you feel the moon more than others. I specifically did, but I also am an Aquarian. So that kind of does make sense. Um, and it has been advised to kind of lean into that chaos and try to enjoy that ride and kind of just grin and and smile and, and think to yourself, like, this is kind of shitty, but at the same time, I completely trust the universe and I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm exactly where God wants me to be. And I'm just going to trust divine and infinite intelligence right now to lead me to the next thing. Maybe this wasn't my thing. Maybe I had to have this door closed. Maybe this abruptness of this ending or this shifting is going to catapult me in the direction that I really want to go with this very same thing. I just wasn't thinking it was going to look like this. This is what happened to me. Um, and it's when something like this happens, especially if you have like a controlling nature, it's really hard to just release and like accept the change. Uh but it's kind of funny because on Saturday when this kind of thing happened to me, I I remembered reading all this stuff, like doing all the research leading up to Moonlight Manifest, um, you know, reading all these various astrologers that I really respect and kind of comparing their notes and seeing what they were saying. And I remember them saying this about the moon. And honestly, most of the time I just kind of – because, yes, I, I, I'm very woo. We know this. I'm more spiritual – 
that I am like into astrology or anything like that. But like I enjoy astrology, which is why I do this um, and share this with you guys. But I always kind of think like if it happens, it happens. But like I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't go do this thing because such and such planets in retrograde. Speaking of which, no planets are in retrograde until like April 20th. So there's going to be remember last moonlight manifest I was talking about Mercury in retrograde and like what that kind of means and depending on what planet is in retrograde it's like different aspects of your life could be cloudy and like you can't really get through it it's kind of mucky um or if you have a planet that you're that you're in alignment with it kind of helps you along in these specific areas but we have no planets in retrograde until April I think April 20th and so anything we kind of move towards in our life right now it should be fairly easy. It should be like we're not going to come up against a lot of blocks here, except for this damn full moon. Um, so it was said that after this full moon passes, like you will feel different. You yourself will be different. And on Monday, I was. On Monday, I made a kind of a big decision um, to take the first steps towards this other kind of project that I'm going to be working on that I never thought that I would be working on something like this to be completely real with you. But like it feels in alignment with myself. Like I'm listening to that little voice. It's like, why don't you go try this now? Um, and I'm, I'm into it. I'm always into kind of leaning into my joy as my human design tells me that I need to do. Following my joy and following what lights me up is in turn going to help the planet and help the collective. Me doing what I do best, me feeling, I love to feel embodied. I love to feel confident in my body. I love to feel sure in my body, um, embody all that feminine energy. There's certain things that just feel very good and sparkly to me. And I know that kind of leaning into that, I'm going to just inevitably inspire others to do the same. And that's what you should be doing as well. What feels good to you when you hit the button? You leaning into that, you tapping into that, that is you following that the lead of your heart and the lead of your spirit guides and where all of this good stuff is kind of leading you to, that will inevitably inspire others to do the same and kind of help you along your own journey as well, right? Collective energy. So we had this multiple energy in this fixed full moon and Uranus created this push pull effect. Like, can we, can we do this? Like, is this something possible for us? So if that's what you were feeling, um, that was in alignment with that moon and that energy. And if you did decide around this full moon, mainly for me on Monday, it is advised that what you need to be doing is make sure that you have one foot steady on the ground before you jump into this next venture. Um, like don't put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Like, okay, you're, maybe you're going to take a new job on, enter into a new relationship, whatever. Something new is kind of coming down your path. That's great. Go for it. But just kind of, kind of have one little foot over the line or hold, hold on to that pole right? And just make sure that you have something kind of steady to hold on to or to fall back on, but still go for it. Fully go for it, okay? That's what we we're supposed to do during this moon. So also an advice from Salta Venus on Instagram, who I follow and love. I just remember this, but she wants to remind us that the only constant is change. And that is a very important reminder around that full moon that we just had as well. It's like, 
yes, this shift needed to happen. We needed to turn this over. We needed to kind of feel where we needed to go next because the only thing that we can rely on is the fact that it's not steady. <laughs> this life is not steady. We are constantly evolving and constantly changing and constantly kind of figuring out like where our joy is, where are we, where are we going to be able to show up most authentically in our lives? So journal questions <clears throat> for this month, which I like to do, get out your journals, guys. Hopefully you already have them out. Um, how is your ego getting in the way of what you desire? So remember, ego is your mind and our mind lies because our mind only has one objective and that is the easiest way to survive, not to thrive, just to survive, to protect our physical body. That's it. That's all our mind's going to do. So anytime we have any kind of negative thoughts or anything like that kind of standing in the way of our desires, of our dreams, of our ambitions, it's that weird ego survivalist mentality of like not trying to thrive, not trying to be our best self, just trying to stay alive and survive. How is your ego getting in the way of what you desire? How is your mind stopping you from pursuing those things that you are desiring to be, become, or have. Number two, what can help me release these egotistic tendencies? What can I put into practice? Um, could it be affirmations that we say daily that releases us from these thoughts? Could it be a new meditation practice that we start up? Five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, connecting to our higher self, connecting to our truth, emotionally making, you know, clearance for ourselves so that we can actually pursue a relationship that we want to pursue, opening up different chakras that we need to open up so that we have creative energy flowing through us. What is, what, what can I do to kind of release this ego and this mind that is having this power over me? Because my soul knows better, but my mind keeps talking. My mind won't shut the fuck up. Number three, how can I best connect with romance? Because yes, it is February and it is a wonderful month for love. Um, I'm going to talk about this in a second, but, and I'm not just talking about like with your partner or boyfriend or the guy that you just met on Bumble, I'm talking about yourself as well. What can I do uh, to make myself feel romantic, to remind myself that I am worthy of romance, that I am worthy of love, that I am worthy of that very specific part of love, which is romance. Um, it's kind of, I don't know why I just got a hit off this, but I remember being like 14 and seeing the movie Titanic and Kate Winslet, like something about Rose's character. I mean, I know I'm not the only, you know, teenage girl or preteen, whatever, uh, to feel this way, but it was like, I suddenly needed empire waistcut dresses. I needed red hair. I wanted to move like her, like something about her, like in that time period specifically spoke to me. It felt so romantic to me. Like, 
just like this epic romance would be mine if I could just like embody, you know, that type of character. And I took it literally and like that's what I wanted. And I don't remember, but at the time it was like that kind of style was in like suddenly like everybody's wearing like those kinds of chokers and like just like baby doll cut was kind of Empire Waist Cut was kind of in. And um, but yeah. I think it's like, be that literal, be that literal. How can I step into this like romantic per- persona? Like, what does that look like to you? What does that feel like to you? It's a vibe, right? Okay. Number four, how can I be creative? How can I be creative? Now, because it's February love, blah, blah, blah. Um, why don't we lean into this? Why don't we go to Trader Joe's, buy a bunch of different types of flowers? I don't like, I am not a florist by any stretch of the imagination. And I do not consider myself like a Pinterest weird, like homemaker person. (laughs) Um, but something brings, this brings me a lot of joy is going into Trader Joe's and like buying three different types of flowers or you know, vines or eucalyptus or whatever. And I bring it home and I like make these floor arrangements and I put them on my table and I, and it's like, I don't know what it is about that, but it's like, it's like, it brings like a whole other energy to my home and to myself. And it makes like, am I a flower person? Am I like a flower arrangey person? Like, do I love myself enough to have these beautiful things that, that inevitably are going to die and the logical part of my brain is like, this is a waste of money. Don't, but it like makes me happy. So I'm going to do it. Like that's the kind of creative energy that I'm talking about. I don't expect you to get out paints and, you know, acrylic paint and some canvas if that's not what's speaking to you. But like you can find something to kind of harness that creative energy in a way that is uniquely yours and reap the gifts of sending that energy out into the universe. Reap the gifts of, of telling yourself like, it's okay to do this like weird useless thing because simply because it brings me joy. <laughs> it's okay to be creative in this way and express myself in this way even if I never even do it again. I can think of like a hundred ways to do this. But how can you be creative this month? Just pick like one action that maybe you avoid because you find it irresponsible or you never have actually put time towards doing it. Just one. Just one. Okay, five. I'd like you to tune in to a message from your higher self or inner child. It's probably going to take a meditation. I love guided meditations on YouTube. You know this. Um, Google or YouTube search bar. Meditation to connect with my inner child. Meditation to connect with my higher self. It's like a 10 minutes of your life you will not regret. Why? People always want to, you know, you want, we want to make meditation harder than it is. It's not that hard. You know what it is? It's sitting down, trying to be still, laying down, trying to be still, being still. It's being still and letting your mind go. And if you can focus on a specific thought or something that you're trying to work on, aka connecting to your inner child or getting a message from your inner child, the better, right? Because it's like you're you're being specific. You have intention for that meditation. But if during that meditation, 
the only thing that you can tell yourself to do is I'm just going to sit here and be still and listen to this thing. And that's all I have in me and have no expectations for the, what's going to like the outcome of the meditation itself. You will still be successful in accomplishing that meditation. Please don't make meditation harder than it is. It's not hard. It's sitting and being quiet and listening to yourself. <laughs> that's it. Um, these questions are inspired by Sundown Tarot on Instagram. Uh, there's so much, there's so much good content out there. Isn't there? I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, but like I'm constantly hitting that share to stories button because other people's words and other people's thoughts and the way they inspire me and motivate me or make me think about something different. It's such a gift and it's a free gift. Sometimes a quote changes everything. I don't know. I just posted one the other day talking a lot about conscious uncoupling lately on my socials and just this idea of you know once we finally decide that a relationship is over we can finally start to release the version of ourself we created just to survive and that is an idea to me that like evokes an emotional response, kind of makes the hair stand up on my arms. I'm like, because I was such that person being in this relationship, we're like just making it work. Who did I have to be and who did I have to deny within myself to like make this work full survival mode? And it's, I remember like, initially when I first realized that this marriage wasn't going to work and it was it was you know the beginning but I just remember so much shame for being with somebody who would treat me that way or talk to me that way or like would argue with me in that manner etc 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 and that's what it was it was like I think I was fighting for this picture of how I thought it was going to be once I found my person. And I felt so much shame um, that it wasn't that way. And also heartbroken, you know, but a lot of shame around that. And I think that's like when survival kind of kicked in was just like, I'm not going to be defeated. And then that's where my mind always goes to square peg, square peg and round hole syndrome, which I have, which is like forcing something to be. And right now, I'm really trying to just constantly be in flow, constantly be receptive and open to receive. And once I receive something, how does that make me feel? And if it doesn't bring me joy, if it doesn't make me want more, uh, if it doesn't make me curious, doesn't kind of light me up in any way, I have to be strong enough to say that isn't for me. Yes, I'm not talking about like our daily responsibilities. There's things that we just like have to get done. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that are coming to you, opportunities that are coming to you, relationships, anything, anything that is coming to you that you are in a mode to receive it and then decide if you actually do want to keep it with you. If you do want to make it part of your current reality. 
that's how we need to kind of look at things. Everything that's coming to us, everything that's coming around us, we have the opportunity to choose if we're going to take it into our reality. And so many of us don't live our lives that way. So many of us are just like, this is what's happening now. I guess this is my life now. Then why does it always happen like this? It's like, well, uh, because you keep saying yes to those things that you you really don't want to. Not literally, but with your energy and how you're receiving things into your life. You, you, you find everything that's coming to you as an inevitable part of your process, your journey, and your reality. It's not. You have the opportunity to decide what you are going to let in. Outside influences and other people's opinions really clog and corrode this ability we have to kind of say, no, thank you. I don't want that in my reality. Uh, right now, like I've been dating and, you know, trying to pull someone awesome into my life. And, um, it helps like working along other side people that are doing the same thing, kind of helping them on their journey. And it feels like this cool, like collective, like we're creating and attracting this magnificent kind of, you know, love together. And we all have this version that we want of it currently, or that we are all, dif- we're all ready for a different version of it, I should say. Um, but it's so funny because right now, John and I are working towards like, what's this next phase of housing looks like. And, um, we're doing, we're going to be very unconventional in the way that we're setting, setting it up and how we're going to be living our life. And, uh, the idea is that he's going to move into an apartment that's pretty close and, uh, he'll still have access to the home and the children, but the children will maintain in the home and the home will be, you know, primarily where I live. And I will be taking over this mortgage and this will be my home. But I want my children's father to be close and be here as much as he wants, you know. Um, so that's like very unconventional. Like a lot of people don't divorce and like do it that way. But I that's he he's half my children. <laughs> so the idea that he would just see them on Wednesday night and every other weekend is ridiculous to me. Like, I'm like, there has to be a better way. He agrees. There has to be a better way. And like, so we're going to go about this. And you wouldn't believe this, but I've met since I've like, we've made this decision and we're working towards this part of the conscious uncoupling. I've met two other people that do it this way, exactly this way. And it works for them. Uh, I was like, this isn't, this is crazy how the universe works, how, how God just kind of goes, Hey, boop, boop. You're doing a great job. You (laughs) boop keep doing you you're totally listening to that voice you're totally being authentic in your desires and leaning into what you want in all aspects especially for this family and uh you know we're still living together we're still nesting and he's downstairs i'm upstairs and honestly it's kind of awesome because we always have babysitter (laughs) we can kind of figure out what's going on well, weekends are very easy. You know, there's not a lot of moving around. There's not a lot of moving pieces, but we are ready to be separate, like definitely ready to be separate and have our like completely own living quarter. But I've had like loved ones, definitely friends kind of tell me that like, you're not going to be able to attract the kind of relationship and person that you want until your life looks like X, Y, Z. 
And they are coming from a completely loving space. They see me dating people that maybe they don't, they don't like, or, you know, or they see me disappointed in certain relationships or whatever the case may be. And they, you know, they're trying to help and they're trying to say like, you know, it's not the time and you have to wait until your life looks a certain way. And then you will be able to attract somebody, which is kind of funny because I'm like, have you listened to me talk at all? Like I, I am not the product of the reality that you deem needs to be like specifically looking a certain way so that I can attract what I want to attract. Whoever I'm going to attract and get become come into alignment with, it, it has everything to do with me and my energy and me being clear in my intentions and desires and me being ready for that type of relationship that I'm looking for specifically. It has nothing to do with external circumstances. That is mind. That is ego. That is ridiculous. Um, so just food for thought. Just know that even someone like me who is literally shouting from the rooftops about manifestation and aligning your energies with what you want and how to do that, uh, I still have people that that love me and hear my message uh, trying to tell me that you know, I have to check these boxes and my life has to look a certain way before I get to what I want to get to. Like, that's not what I believe. Like, (laughs) I appreciate your opinion, but that's not my reality. Okay. That's, that's what you need to do. That's what I'm always telling you. I, I appreciate your opinion. I know that you love me, but that's not my reality in your head. That's not my reality. And then whatever it is that you want that this other person who probably loves you very much is trying to tell you now is not the time because X, Y, and Z needs to happen first, right? In your mind, you say, I am, or I have, and say it to yourself. I have the home of my dreams. I love my home. I have the home of my dreams. I love my home. I have the home of my dreams. I love my home. My home is mine. I love my home. As they're saying this, as they're saying whatever message, they immediately tune out and start telling yourself who you are because you know who you are. You know what you want and you understand what you are worthy of and you understand that outside circumstances have no claim over your reality. This is your world. This is your life. This is your reality. All right, guys, go get it. I'm sorry that I wasn't there for the live moon. Hopefully everything, all the messages I gave you about this moon kind of resonated with you and you kind of can look back on Saturday and Sunday and Monday and be like, oh shit, that did happen. (laughs) Please, please get your journal questions done. Just do it for you, honestly. You will not regret it. You will not regret it. Um, Every month, journal questions, kind of set our intention for the month. Last month, remember, it was kind of about what does this year look like for me and my purpose and how am I moving towards my purpose? Um, And these are some also some great introspective questions kind of circling around creativity and romance and love and kind of getting out of our own way. And who knows what next month will bring, right? All right. Have a great day. Bye. Namaste. This has been the Making Magic Happen podcast. 
To get more information on what you heard today or to book Tristan for coaching workshops or retreats, please visit www.mymindbodygoals.com or follow on Instagram at new underscore Tristanist. There's that.